Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. I'm joined in studio now by Hannah Ryan from the Conservatory Sessions. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> so you're here to tell us about the Conservatory Sessions. Yes. <laughs> so what exactly are these? Because I only popped across them there during the week. Oh, um, they're basically like an intimate kind of atmospheric, um, stripped back acoustic mm-hmm house gig in a conservatory (laughs) and how did you come up with this idea or why did you come up with this idea um I moved house in Dublin to a house that has an amazing conservatory Mm -hmm. and I just I kind of it's really weird I guess it brings it back to like my me personally but a conservatory is always my favorite room in a house I'm like someone who's always freezing so do you know in the summer when it's roasting hot in a conservatory Mm -hmm. I just love like the sun beating on the glass so I just love a conservatory and then I moved into this house as a housewarming for me moving in Mm -hmm. my band played a little gig and I just reached out to a band that I'm a fan of called Moon Looks On and I'd never met them and I was just like, any chance you want to come and play some music? Oh, I was like, brilliant. I thought I was being really cheeky because mm-hmm. I couldn't offer them money or anything. And Stephen Gormley got back and he's like, yeah, that sounds deadly. Like, I don't know if you've met him, but he's like the nicest person in the world. Um, so then I was on a buzz being like, oh, my God, like I get to play with someone I'm yeah. a fan of. Um, but yeah, sorry, I'm going off track. But basically, the Conservative Sessions is a mixture of like all our favorite gigs to play. So my band had just done like a mini kind of tour of Ireland mm-hmm. with an EP that we put out. And we played like lovely venues. Like we're really lucky because we did a gig in like Christchurch nice. and we did a gig in Glenvick Castle. And then we went down and did like Connolly's of Lep mm-hmm. and like all around Ireland, these amazing venues. But after the tour, we looked back on all the gigs we did and the ones that stuck out were like So Far Sounds mm-hmm. and the Ruby Sessions. And we did this random house gig. So this woman saw us playing at Body and Soul took our phone number and got us to her house in County Galway. Yeah, it was a pass the hat, had her friends and family and it was one of the nicest gigs. She gave us like two hours and like we didn't even have that much material but (laughs) looking back we're like, oh, it's that atmosphere because I think in Ireland we're very lucky in that there is money like like mm-hmm. music is respected you're paid whether they'll like cover your petrol or actually give you a fee like we're we're not I think we're pretty good compared to a lot yeah. of other countries but still at the end of the day it's not consistent it's not a money making mm-hmm. thing unless you're one of the really really big bands so then as a band you need to hit on these little gigs that give you life that inspire you and do you know the kind of soul kind of remind you why you're in it maybe totally yeah so 
for us looking back on the tour the ones that we probably didn't make money off and mm-hmm. the little house setting were like they're the ones and we're a really chill band and there's a lot of other bands like us that we know that kind of just deserve that immersive experience mm-hmm. with the audience complete silence and it's it feels magic and it feels really like special and different but I think if anyone is playing anything that's the respect that you should be yeah, given very true but whatever <laughs> you have to <laughs> and so was that the kind of atmosphere you were trying to get kind of break it very small and intimate and get a group yeah. together who are kind of like-minded totally and like I think as long as people are willing to be quiet it's nice that people aren't even necessarily like-minded you know it's mm-hmm. people from all over but I think everybody loves music absolutely like, yeah it's kind yeah. of a universal thing most of the time isn't it yeah totally and um yeah as well like when you're watching music I go to the Ruby sessions a lot mm-hmm. and there's there was one time I won't name the band but I saw a band in I think it was Grand Social and I didn't get them I was like oh it's not my thing saw them in the Ruby sessions a few weeks later just coincidentally and they were stripped back and acoustic but the main thing was that the audience was quiet and I was like I get them now I get what they're yeah. trying to do because when you're in the Workman's or Grand Social or whatever which you can have amazing gigs in too everything filters in like the sound mm-hmm. of the tills the sound of people chatting or whatever it is the atmosphere has such a big impact on what you think about so the band. True. Yeah. And then you might never look into that music again. So I was always really grateful to the Ruby Sessions that they provide that platform. Yeah. But there is a little bit of lack in that platform, I think especially in the major cities, mm-hmm. because in the countryside, like I'm from County Clare, and growing up, all of our nights out would end in a session in mm-hmm. someone's house. And there was no like, you know, there was no curfew. It was just, yeah. I also you found that get really together. special. Yeah. yeah. And like, I don't drink alcohol so mm-hmm. for me the music side was always really really special and just as well being involved in something that went on so late because mm-hmm. if I go out with my friends I don't mind that they're drinking but I'd usually probably slip out about 2am Yeah, but they might have the best night ever till about 6am but I'm not on the same buzz Yeah. so I guess it was feeding into a lot of like the things I missed from home and my group of friends or the community that music can breed or the house party vibe that's true which yeah. a house, everyone loves a house party <laughs> and it's kind of left to the teenagers you know so yeah. it's nice to have that as adults and then just a place for people to jam like I've gotten to play music now with amazing bands that I mm-hmm. never would have gotten to jam with Why? when would you have that opportunity that's true so Otherwise, when you invite them is that kind of what it turns into everybody kind of gets involved and it's yeah. kind of a, a, a joint effort I suppose completely like it's yeah it wouldn't happen without everybody's input and even on the night and um, myself and the drummer in my band we always give a little spiel at the start and we're like like this is immersive mm-hmm. it's just about the audience uh, just as much about the audience as it is about the people on stage because we're up there singing or playing or whatever we're doing and we can feel that vibe the atmosphere is created so it's like we need you just as much as the <laughs> music up here so mm-hmm. like let's all just like it's a sound bath let's all yep. just like let ourselves go into it and you're pretty new you're only four acts in I suppose <laughs> yeah there's been four <laughs> so how, or who have you had up to this date and um, the first one we had Farah L mm-hmm. Hatchlings Moon Looks On and my band Pine the Pearl Crow mm-hmm. that's a, like that's a ridiculous lineup as well like I'm Brilliant. so excited I was so excited and still am looking back on it and then the second one we had um, Gypsies in the Autobahn Dreaming of Jupiter um, our band again we always play this is so shameless and that's then, okay <laughs> <laughs> you put it on you uh, invite everybody and of course you'd play yeah and when we had Baskerville and I was oh, really cool. excited for them as well because they're one of my favourite bands and then we had Soda Blonde which they were just finished being Little Green Cars so mm-hmm. we got them they 
like tried out everything in front of us. So we're so lucky. We had little hours and we had Nick, do you know, mm-hmm. NNIC, yeah. Nisha. So she was amazing. And we had Gypsies in the band again. So a band pulled out last minute and we got Gypsies back in, oh, which nice. was just, yeah. they're so special anyway. So we've had a, yeah, an absolute killer wow. lineup. So do you have, obviously you have more than one band playing yeah. each time. Okay. Did I leave out Little Hours there? Did I say him? No, I did. You did. Sorry. Did. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, he was my favourite one just to make up for that. <laughs> um, yeah, there's usually three or four. Okay. I think three works a bit better. But yeah, three or four. Mm-hmm. We actually had um, two little kids come up and do two songs. I think they're about like four and ten. Wow. I found them on Grafton Street and they just, you've probably seen them on Grafton Street. Um, Sive is the little girl's name and she sings this cover of Shallow and her mm-hmm. little brother comes up and does the like, the whoa, that yeah. like big bit. And they just like, they're so cute and amazing and she's really talented. So I just went up to their father and asked for his numbers. Like, I'm a weirdo anyway. This is what I do. Sure, but, why um, not? Yeah. So <laughs> they came along and it was in the middle of all the other acts. We got them up and I was actually just so, again, the audience is just a, such a big character mm-hmm. in it as well as the bands. But I was so proud of everybody because everyone was like so quiet. The kids were really, really like nervous when they started mm-hmm. and then they totally warmed up. And when the little girl hit this high note, everyone was like going crazy oh, and clapping and brilliant. cheering. And yes, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to seeing But it's great to have that atmosphere as well and the encouragement for everybody like isn't it totally yeah exactly yeah everybody feels heard and I think yeah. that's important every musician yeah. wants that yeah Absolutely. and everybody yeah. but the audience too do you know because they get this like they get the stories in an intimate setting or you might have like a bit of laugh back and forth mm-hmm. between some musician do you know yeah. and everyone that's played there is like established and like not that you have to be but do you know they're all like amazing really like such band. a good standard yeah. yeah and so um how can people go along or can people go to these yeah <laughs> so <laughs> we just have instagram mm-hmm. just kept it that way to kind of manage it in some yeah. way um yeah people send messages at the moment we just have a growing excel sheet of mm-hmm. people's names and yeah i'm just kind of adding it we're going to just make it into a bit more of a lottery just to see yeah yeah, so maybe yeah, you because I can see it getting quite big because people love these kind of yeah sessions, really, don't they? Yeah, like even yeah, the mess the amount of messages. I think I had like I don't know, was it about eighty messages after the third one? Wow! And I just was like, I can't get through this. I put up a post just being like, I'll get to everyone. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> give me give me time. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, everybody does. But like rightly so. Like yeah, do you know. The So Far Sounds thing is similar and they mm-hmm. are, they're such special things to be a part of, whether you're performing or the audience. Yeah, and obviously you have a list of people you want to ask, but do you have anyone on a wish list that you'd love to? For the bands, yeah, mm-hmm. like I'd love Lyra. I mm-hmm. just think she's amazing. And I think in that small setting, it would be so special. And Seagreed would be the yeah. absolute dream. And she's coming well. soon, so you never know. <laughs> Put out the feelers and see what happens. <laughs> so tell us actually a little bit about your band, Pine the Pilcrow. Yeah, so we're a four piece. We have drums, piano, cello, and I'm on the violin. And then the four of us sing harmonies. Um, we have like, I grew up with a trad background, so I'm mm-hmm. like a fiddle player. But our cello obviously is classical. So we have different influences kind of coming in and out that we've kind of just meshed into like a folky, atmospheric, mm-hmm. lullaby kind of band. Brilliant. We're mm-hmm. pretty chill. Um, but yeah, we're... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And you're you're just in Monaghan recording or writing? Yeah, so Some we've just music. written a bunch of new songs. Brilliant. And it's the first time we've worked with a producer. So we've got Alex Borwick. So he just did Mongoose's album and oh, a few fab. albums that we're a fan of. Um, yeah, and he was he's an absolute dream to work with. Mm-hmm. Like, 
because like, there were long days. I think we were recording till about 2 a.m. one night and oh, yeah. the next day we were at 10 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. and, you know, these kind of days. But, like, amazing. So we're really excited to put out those songs and... And have you any out. date or any idea when you might like to put them out? Yeah, we're thinking probably February. So we're going mm. into, that was pre-production we were doing. So we're going into studio in the end of December. Oh, cool. So hopefully February we'll oh, put out a single. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. <laughs> so how can people get more information, I suppose, on the conservatory sessions or on Pine and the Pilker? Yeah, so, well, Pine and the Pilker, we have website and mm-hmm. Instagram and Facebook Perfect, and we're okay. on Spotify and all the usual places mm-hmm. Bandcamp and all that kind of stuff and then Conservatory Sessions there is an email address so it's conservatory sessions Dublin at gmail.com but I'll get back faster through Instagram <laughs> <laughs> Perfect so Instagram Conservatory Sessions Yeah yeah. And <laughs> you should go follow it anyway because there will be loads of fun Yeah fun like even every band that has played if they have a gig coming up I just really try to stay on top of mm-hmm. anyone or even any band that's done anything for us or plays I tend to share their stuff so like Nick has a gig coming up Gypsies mm-hmm. just did a gig like we'll kind of plug all of those oh, things Oh nice brilliant So or the new videos we kind of keep it going in that yeah. way Sorry I say we as well so myself and my friend Dan so mm-hmm. he's Dan O'Faz on Instagram but mm-hmm. Daniel O'Farrell and um, we organise it together he's the amazing photographer so you see all his photos on yeah, the page Yeah it's fab actually on the Instagram he's, yeah yeah, he's amazing. And he makes the conservatory look amazing. <laughs> he does. Yeah. And it, it is amazing when you're there. <laughs> oh, I will get to one. I promise. <laughs> Definitely. You're invited. <laughs> thank you. Brilliant, Hannah. Thank you so much for popping in. Cool. Thank you so much thank for having you. me. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty.